Josh, Zuby Zubricus. These pretzels are making Zoo thirsty. Gavin from Terror Tech Industries. Hey, this is Matt McGrath, and uh, you should be watching Wide 5 over. I'm Dustin, King of the Airways. Hello, la, la, la. Well, hello there. Episode 19 of our fancy podcast here at Behind the Bunker Studios. Uh, my name is Todd Ansich. I am your host this evening with my friends Josh Zubizabrikis. Sup? Jamie King. Hello. Joe Kimson. Greetings. Dustin Schnitzelholst back yeah. in our research department. Wow. Very nice. And um, Matt Cripp. Ahoy, ahoy. Now, Dusty, as I said before on the pre-show, there's something I would like you to research. I neglected. I had a busy week this week organizing the new studio, and I did not find out if the strike loader is available this week or not. Can you look up to see if the strike loader is going on? What are you talking on? about? It well, I promised people at home. Each time you're sleeping, curled up in the corner. <laughs> I promised people at home we would let them know as soon as the strike loader out because it's so awesome. Um, the other thing, guys, how would you like to win Living Legends uh, tickets? couple of free cases of paint while you're there mm. your air tickets and a free hug from sean scott all you need to do guys to be entered in the draw for this week is to get on behind the bunkers facebook page and post a picture of yourself uh playing paintball or in paintball attire uh so we can see what our audience looks like um subi's got a little bit of a voyeuristic instinct so i'd like to see that's you not me <laughs> um yeah so get it up put your picture on our facebook page and be entered in our draw to win Guys, there is a ton of questions that sent that you guys sent in this week, and I have to say, I will congratulate you guys. You had some really, really good questions sent in this week. Um, not that the last couple of weeks haven't been great, but uh, some new, fresh perspectives and some some uh, questions. So why don't we get to some of those? Um, anything that you guys want to chit chat about before we start start just, the show? Just talking or? amongst ourselves. No, no, no. I wasn't calling you out. I meant like, is there anything that you guys want to talk about? I want to, I want to tell you that at last week's show, I listened to on the podcast. I typically don't listen to the podcast, but I, I wanted to listen to poetry corner again. And so at the, about the 28 minute mark of last week's show, you can listen to poetry corner <laughs> in, in rewind. And I played it for my wife. I played it for Sean and I paid it for Mike Burnett, and they all quite enjoyed Jamie's so, poem. So as you heard it right from Joe's mouth, he does not listen to our podcast each week. <laughs> you should not be well, like I'm Joe not, Kimson. I have them on my I have them on my communication device here, but um, I I ha actually I have listened to it. We've been taken to listening to it as we drive about. Hmm. So I I have it here. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, we have multiple phones that you guys Wonder are not Twin seeing us on, iPhones <laughs> activate. on our podcast. <laughs> All right, guys. So we have lots of questions to get to tonight. Matt uh, or both. Dusty, why don't Drop you guys calls. start us off? Dusty's still busy researching the uh, strike. Yeah. Card. If you go to their Facebook page, there's no good news. There's a whole bunch of people saying it was a big scam and you stole their money and all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, strike loader. If you go to their Rocket Hub page, warm, but I'm um, they say they were supposed to be released in February, shipping end of February, early March. Nobody's actually seen anything yet. Uh, they did raise uh, they did raise twenty four thousand dollars, which was above their goal. So, in theory, they should be shipping, but it is not available yet. I have one. We had a fan on us. <laughs> I have a strike loader. I'm not allowed to show anybody. I use it. 
when I Todd, I'm thirsty. Rumpus about fridge, please. Rumpus about my house. Can you not nice. put it on rotate? I would like to have it nice, on sweetie. wind, like real wind, so it blows. Yeah, oscillating inter- wind. Intermittently, which is the wind function. Yeah, I love going from cool to hot to cool to hot to cool to hot. <laughs> put it on oscillating. It's fine. All right, people listening at home don't care. Yeah, no, no right. they don't. They Todd back here. What did okay. you do? What did you say? Whoa. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, while Todd is uh, fixing the air, Carter McDonald asks, Hey, guys. Hey. It's my first hey. time watching the show live. I assume when he wrote the question. Poor guy. But I listen to the podcast all the time. I have a question that would like you to answer on the show or on the podcast. Okay, we're ready. What is your opinion on the Azoden Chaos Pump? Well, you know what? Here, here it is. Not everybody can afford, you know, the top of the line, you know, autococker pumps that, you, you know, any, anything else. That one is about a mid-range pump. Um, it would be similar to, let's say, um, an Empire um, Tracer. Tra- Tracer's been discontinued. A hammer. But the Spider's Hammer 7 is nice, and it's mag-fed. Yeah. Um, if you think it looks cool and that's what you can afford... That's probably one of the better ones in that price bracket. I would definitely try it. Um, we employ anyone to get into pump. Yes, pump. Lots of pump. What yeah. kind of brackets it in, Todd? Um, the circular ones, not the box <laughs> brackets. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Very yeah, no, good. You're not, what? Price range what uh, between two and three hundred bucks. Okay. Yeah, if that. I don't even think it's that. The Azodin's like one forty nine yeah. or something. Canadian, yeah. it could be less in the United States of America. Oh, say can you see? <laughs> That's all all right, got. another quick question so we can stop him from singing. William says get a Phantom instead. Yeah, but Phantoms are pretty pricey as well. Yeah, like that, that, they're up there. That's not $147. Yeah. It's a good idea, but yeah. White I, s- I still say for 200 bucks, 250 bucks, look for a used cocker pump. Amen. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell I, you I, that sorry. White Feather said to get a Hammer 7, and obviously he likes that gun, and... I'm going to say since he took a submarine to a game in Dubai, he could probably afford the Phantom. Well, yeah, especially if he has his own submarine. Yeah. And he likes to hammer. (laughs) Hammer. He likes to hammer, does he? Hammer time. (laughs) Proper. All right. All right. Jory Jory Zona wrote in, what is the best thing to do to upgrade my Tipman 98 Custom? It already has an Apex barrel and extendable stock. Mm, Could you have the maybe polish the internals if you you could try another barrel as well um take it apart and clean everything so there's no friction or no drag no small bits and pieces to get in the way and that will help as well yep hey for those of you that are out there while we're talking about uh, this i I was going to suggest a new barrel yeah Um, and and while we're talking about that um joe and i recently got into our shops um the new stella barrel from inception designs and um i have to tell you i haven't had a lot of chance to do much with them but uh just just with the limited amount that i've looked at them and 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 shot it it's fantastic if you get an opportunity guys go to your local shop and ask for this stella barrel uh, from inception designs um we won't get into it right now why it's so good all the technology behind it but uh Definitely check it out, but for it, sure. Maybe we'll do a video up and show people out there. Something else that the Stella has that's going for it that most other barrels don't have on the market is the way it displays. And it's just it's just the unique display um, properties of the Stella is fantastic. <laughs> so we have to thank Simon Stevens for that. So anyone looking for a new barrel system, Stella's for you. Yeah. All right. And you know what? Uh, looks like Simon Stevens is in the chat form. He's under Simon. 
uh, Inception in the chat. So if you have any <laughs> questions, send all your questions right to him and he'll answer them uh, right now. He's asking, he's letting people know, hey guys, if you have any questions, um, ask me now. I'm in the chat. So head on, head on over and ask Simon Stevens, send him a private message. All right, Simon, how did you name it? Okay, well, we have to wait for his response. So yeah, that was that was me asking Simon. <laughs> in Simon, the meantime, then let's uh, let's get some more. This questions is 2014. Going. Things are almost instantaneous. Yeah. It's dun, not like dun, we're dun. waiting on the Pony Express or yeah. someone to write a teletype. <laughs> waiting on the mail. Dustin, on another note, um, I have to welcome you back into the show. It's nice to have your voice across the table from us asking questions on Question Time. Yeah, well, good to be back. Good to be back. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I have another question here from yes. Dylan Sauer. What are guys' opinions on melee weapons like tomahawk? He has one. He has a nerf tomahawk, tomahawk, and he likes to throw that people at big games. Yeah. What, what about if you throw your melee weapon and you knock some guy's goggles off and he gets shot in the face by someone that has a ramping paintball shooter? And then how bad would you feel? We we don't allow physical contact at our place. I guess some places they do allow melee weapons, jousting. And, and sword fights and catapults and things like that. What I saw a pretty cool crossbow last year at your field, Joe. Yeah, was it, but it was shooting paintball. Yeah, 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 but it was it was cool. But I think this guy's talking about a tomahawk. He, he dips in some sort of ink and he runs up and he goes, ah, and he oh. tries to chop him or something. No, I'm going to punch you in the face if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> like the knives. A lot of people use those rubber knives, too. Yeah. I'm going to punch yeah. that guy in the face, too. Well, speaking punching. And just so you guys know, that wasn't Zuby talking, actually. <laughs> that was actually me. Well, speaking punching someone in the face, um, someone's called in on Skype tonight, uh, as we promised. This is uh, our friend, uh, Eric Angler. Matt, we're going to have to crank his volume up there. Dust, do you have him live? Yeah, cr crank him up. Oh, stand by. Yeah, Let's, not uh, my headphones. Get, he's listening to some uh, techno music. All right. How's that? Can we hear him now? Can you hear me now? We can hear you now. You're like you now. that American TV commercial. My own bell tonight. Very nice. Very nice. All right, guys. So we have Eric Engler in the studio on Skype. Uh, Eric Engler is the owner of Eric, or sorry, Engler Custom Creations, as I like to call it, or Engler, okay. Engler Customs. Um, what is so special about Eric, guys? Why do we have him in the studio tonight? I think Eric is one of the foremost... Uh, authorities and modifiers of of tipman markers and turning into likenesses of a real and real current and vintage firearms yeah. he likes to modify oh. trick out customize paintball markers now is it just tipman that you work with or are you working with anything i'll do just about anything uh i've done a lot of phantoms in <laughs> 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 Uh, I go. have my own belt too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, I've done a lot of stuff in Phantoms. I've done some Cockers. I've done just about anything. Used to do a whole bunch of iron. Very nice. Um, we're, we gonna, go. we're gonna have to isolate that one at home. Um, <laughs> so very good. Now, um, if if I had a if I had an idea for a custom gun and I sent you an email and said, "Hey, I I, I have this gun and I'd like to have it done," um, what sort of a turnaround or or you know, would I be looking at if I want to create something fantastic? It all depends on the project. It could be, you know, four weeks, six weeks, uh, six months. Um, I've done different projects. The current one I've, I'm all that snapping and pointing, Todd, that's for you. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. No, that's okay. Hey, you know, people can snap at Todd. I've heard that. <laughs> 
So I have well, four people in the studio snapping their fingers and pointing at Todd staring aimlessly at the We wall. need one of those uh, tomahawks to throw That's at right. him. All right, <laughs> or, or maybe we get him in the Nerf weapon. rocket. There. Bonk. There we there go. We go. Now, now the people at home watching us live can have a uh, a video of you. As if opposed to extreme close up of your forehead. Yes. <laughs> it was basically your forehead. If you guys are listening at home, I apologize, but now we have a visual on Eric. He is a handsome fellow, isn't he? He is that goatee. Okay. Yeah. He's thick and luscious. What's coming to you tonight from my kitchen table? So. I see that, and I enjoy Roger Rabbit hanging behind you. Eric, uh, I have a question. What time zone are you in? I'm Eastern time. Oh, same time as we are. It just looks darker there than it does here if I'm uh, looking out your window. Or is it because you black out your windows because you do some shenanigans? Uh, no, no, no. We have perfect windows. Thank you very much. And no, I'm not going to fall for that one. Sorry. <laughs> very good. Now, you were telling me, Eric, um, a little bit about a new project you're working on, and I thought I saw a video clip the other day um, in reference to an airplane. Are you able to talk about that? Sure, I can. I've been working on that for eight months. Um, that is actually two underwing pods for a P-72 uh, trainer aircraft. It'll have two machine gun simulators in it firing oxygen and propane. And then in the middle, it'll have uh, a paintball gun. It's actually going to have uh, a set of phenoms in, in each pod, and they will actually shoot nylon balls uh, for ground practice, for demonstration, not at people. And then... Uh, for while it's flying, we're actually putting a set of morph fighters in it that you guys saw at uh, Extravaganza. Wow. Very nice. cool. Yes, I wouldn't want to be under the plane when it flies by. Uh, no, definitely not. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have some serious firing capability, and uh, it's going to be pretty neat. We'll get some video of it when it's actually finally mounted. It's actually going to wind up in Italy. Very cool. Very cool. Now, is the, the military budget in Italy slashed? Is that why they're mounting paintball stuff on no, this is a guy who actually does uh, fly-by demonstrations at air shows. He's uh, an eccentric guy, but aren't we all? So. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> glad he, I'm glad he's not Malaysian. <laughs> <laughs> too soon? It's not too soon. You already <laughs> let it go, sir. <laughs> Very good. Um, now, we had an opportunity to have you on our show at Extravaganza. How did you enjoy that? Well, it was it was excellent trying to, you know, being on the other side of the camera or on the other side of the counter, as it were, was... Uh, was pretty good i really enjoyed that yeah very good um so now you are now you keep talking about phenoms and stuff is tipman your your brand of choice for when you're modifying guns out it is my brand of choice simply because of the reliability um we all know you know and field owners know too that you, you know you can't kill one and i don't like to get guns back to work on them um and a lot of my stuff is hard to take apart so if you take it more than once a year it's uh it's it's a lot of work, so it better not break. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, Eric, so if anybody wants to have something customized or tricked out by Angler Customs, how would they get a hold of you? Or modified. You, just, uh, either, you can either email me at information at anglerpaintballguns.com or just check us out on anglerpaintballguns.com or uh, Facebook. For sure. And if you still need, if you still need that link, uh, get me on Facebook or send me an email, and we'll get you uh, in touch with Eric. Eric, thank you very much for coming on the show tonight. Anytime. Thank you guys for having me. It's it's always a blast. For sure. Thank you, sir. And we'll uh, we'll see you out there. Thanks, Eric. Bye, Eric. See you, sir. Bye, Eric. Ciao. So, guys, that was Angler uh, from Angler Customs. So check him out, anglercustoms.com. Um, Matt, 
You have yes. some more questions. Uh, I do, but Dusty's hogging all the sheets, so uh, sorry, I'll him sorry, all sorry, questions. sorry. You can got to mop up all that drool after looking up the strike loader. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Jaron David Sanchez is wondering what's the best thing to do when you're bunkered down in speedball and don't know where anybody else is. Get your melee axe out. Ah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, well, you got to stick your head up at some point if you're not sure where they are. You can't call for an airstrike. No. You know what? Grenade. You'll be able to when Eric's done with the plane. Yeah. Can we um, – the only thing I could suggest is listen to your teammates. Your teammates should be calling out what they see on the field. If you're the last guy left, then the only thing you can do is get your gun out and get your head up and start looking around. Todd. Um, yes, Joe. Seb, I'll let you finish, but Seb's not here, and I have an update on – this will sort of coincide with this question. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead. Oh, okay. No, I'm good. I know Sab. Yeah. I know Sab was working on this, but um, there, there is there is talk of, of the P, of the PSP allowing teams, um, because they've eliminated sideline coaching to have with the ad, with the advance of of heads up displays and goggles. There is there is discussions about having each team allowed to have their own drone flying over the field and giving players their own um, display on heads up monitors on on their goggles so they'll get real time action and stuff. I know that's. I know that's in, in negotiations and discussions. Plus, they'll be able to get real-time video um, for Maddie, Maddie Marshall's um, the, P, the PSP broadcast. What's that called? The, yeah, the paintball access. Paintball access. access. So I know that, that, that there, is, there is some talk about that. And Will you have to pay for the $10 subscription on Sunday? You, know, or? you, you will have to, but you'll get some different footage Very as well. Nice. They'll be able to do something like they do in stadiums and, and so on and so forth. But for the players that are hunkered down and bunkered down in the middle of a firefight, they will be able to get heads-up display of what's live action on, on, the, on the field. So just oh, FYI. Connor Baker in the chat decided to stick around for the after show. Oh, hi, he did Connor. Not go. Welcome, Very nice. Connor. Um, White Feather in the chat suggests if to this fellow behind the bunker uh, in uh, the speedball field to throw some smoke. I don't know if that's in PSP regulation he said throw rules. Throw a smoke, throw which a smoke. brings up the next thing: you shouldn't be smoking. It's actually bad <laughs> for your health. <laughs> yes, Lose all sir. that cardio. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's keep going on these questions. All right. Retail Jackson writes in: Why are Canadians the best thing to happen in paintball, and why aren't my balls straight when I shoot them at <laughs> shoot at them? <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that question. <laughs> Good for him. Um, There's a two-part question, Todd. I think you should probably take the first part, and uh, we'll let Joe <laughs> take the second part. What was the first part? I was derailed by the second part. Why? Why are Canadian paintballers? Why are Canadians the best thing to happen to paintball? Uh, I don't know. I will say that we have quite a quite a paintball culture here, where we're from. We we are uh, we're in a kind of a golden horseshoe there's a lot of population in our area and and there is a lot of paintball talent that comes out of this area um well toronto's the fourth largest city on on the continent it's i believe mexico city new york <coughs> toronto la or something like that we're the fourth toronto is the fourth largest city so you you've got you're, you know you've got lots of population around here yeah for sure so we there is quite a bit of hotbed here and uh there really isn't much to do in <laughs> in canada other than paintball and ski um so dog sled Hockey, <laughs> curling. <laughs> so there, hockey. we do have a lot of people playing yeah. paintball. Uh, what was the second part of that question, Jamie? You were going to answer. Why is his balls not flying straight? Yeah, what's wrong? why don't his balls fly straight? Because um, he needs a new barrel. Try Stella. Ole. <laughs> <laughs> Very I good. Know. Could be the temperature. Oh, we got Wolf in the chat form. Hoorah. How are you, sir? He asks if anyone knows how many paid views they received, uh, paintball access. 
I didn't get those numbers. I don't know. Um, Our research department will get them right now. Yeah. Can you find those out for us, uh, research, research department? Great. Dep- research department. Mm-hmm. Sorry. They're talking to you, Dusty. <laughs> yeah, I caught on to that. Wow, you're loud. Sorry. You say suri a lot. Suri. <laughs> I don't know what you're I'm talking Canadian. about. I'm Canadian. He's Canadian, yeah. His uh, balls don't fly straight. <laughs> <laughs> he, says sorry. he hasn't said disinclude yet. Yes, <laughs> yeah, so disincluded. He's on a roll. If his balls don't fly straight, does he walk in circles? They, he would. Yeah. Mm. Left-handed turn. All right. All right. So, Craig Crowder ones wonders, what is the best paint to use in hot weather or cold weather? He is from Texas. Round ones. Yeah, what does he mean by cold weather? Yeah, his cold weather and our cold weather are yeah. two completely different machines. Well, wasn't PSP Dallas pretty chilly? It was around, nasty. It was around freezing, like 32 degrees Fahrenheit, yeah. which is freezing. I don't know. What that I think it was right around 40 degrees. The best thing to do to be in in hot or even cold or damp weather would be to try to keep your paint as dry as possible. If you're out of field, don't put it on the ground in the box. Leave it on the table. The paint will absorb moisture, thus expanding and making your balls larger. Yeah. Joe and I have gone through this a lot with with, with our team and and – you got to look at paint in, in, in the way of tournament paintballs are very brittle and very fragile. Um, and on a cold, cold day, always not the best. What we do is uh, if it's that cold and that miserable out, we'll put the tournament paintball away and we'll actually grab field grade paintballs because they're more resilient, robust, thicker shelled, and they'll hold up in that cold temperature. And even though it's cold outside and those shells are, are thick and harder, they still break. They, they break very well. Um, and they're not breaking in your gun as often as the tournament stuff does. So gauge your paint to the weather, that's for sure. Um, any any field-grade paint is, uh, like a decent field-grade paint would be acceptable for that for that matter. I would say so. If you're in Canada or, or northern states and it, you're asking what kind of paint works in, like, winter, uh, most manufacturers offer uh, a polar ice-type paint like Empire does. Um, seek that out when you're, when you're playing outside. Sika. Do you remember Sika? Uh... Jaeger nine says at minus five degrees Fahrenheit, the polar ice paint fails. Well, no, that's uh, pretty bloody cold. No, we'll call it um, minus nine Fahrenheit. What is that in Celsius? Oh, Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. That's like minus twenty three, minus twenty four. Yeah, it's, it's a lot everything, everything fails that. at minus five Fahrenheit. <laughs> the yeah. only thing that'll work in that is an FT twelve or a combat. Yeah. Or the other thing pump. is, don't leave your paint out. You know, leave your paint somewhere where it's warm, like in your car or somewhere, and only bring out what you need at that time, and try not to have it out there for too long. Wouldn't that be a good day for a first strike game? Oh, frozen first strikes. Wouldn't that imagine? be a treat? <laughs> no day is a good day for first. No strike. day is a good day. <laughs> Zuby, Zuby needs the to. The ha- greatest thing that could ever happen in paintball is first strike rounds disappear. Yeah. William, if you're listening at home, we need a f- shirt for Zuby that's uh, <laughs> double X or triple X, quadruple X. Double X? Extra large. Let's get him a double extra shirt, and it needs to say, I enjoy first strike rounds. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a picture of a first strike round with a big X through it would how be about, more appropriate. How about just I heart first strike? Oh. Keep calm and first strike on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I envision a, a shirt that Zuby would actually wear would be a picture of a first strike round with a big uh, X through it, like a no parking sign. Very nice. You guys make me sad on the inside and outside. The only person <laughs> that got my Sika reference was Wolf. Mm. I missed it. No one even knows who Sika is. There was is. a time where we... Oh, isn't that the Canadian, like... No, it's not. They're just <laughs> watch. They made watches, do they not? They're no. Uh, that's Seiko. Oh, that's Seiko. <laughs> Seiko. Oh. Seiko. Google S K 
K S E K A in the reference and yeah. do images. And he was a wrestler. You're also thinking of Casio, and Casio no. used to make uh, keyboards. That's on like, Simon. Sika you should have got girl. that. Yes, that's right, Sika. Yeah. <sighs> 80s. Anyway, nice. continue. I was born in the 80s. Well, that's fine. <laughs> Wolf, it's nice to see you again, sir. We need to get Wolf on the show one of these days. Maybe he'll make a trek down on a Monday night and join us um, live in the studio here. Yeah. Yay. All right. Let's, Ooh, keep yeah. this, uh, let's keep this going. What about Poetry Corner? Do we have that? We need to hit Poetry oh, Corner. Poetry Corner. I forgot about it, too. Why don't we hit one more question while Joe Jamie, Jamie loads up his Poetry Corner? <laughs> well, I light the fire. Well, <laughs> light yeah. the fire. Jamie um, Jamie writes his poetry on parchment paper with an old <laughs> feather and ink, so it's going to take oh. him a few minutes to break out his parchment paper. <laughs> All right. So my next question is from Cabern Abrams, and he's wondering. Is he a tank? What is the? <laughs> he's, I don't know. Maybe he's <laughs> got a mini or an axe an or a TM fifteen or maybe a TM seven. <laughs> One of these five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just lost another viewer. <laughs> Sorry. He's wondering what is the best upgrade for his mini axe TM fifteen TM seven. Barrel. Start with the barrel. barrel the exalt this. bolt. Yeah, the Exalt Squishy Bolt Tip is really good. Um, if you're looking for an internal upgrade, a barrel you can never go wrong. Bar the, the stock barrels are okay, but an aftermarket barrel is by far the better way to go. That's Did I take all, the wind out no, of your sails? I'm no, sorry. It, no, it's not. And all, all three all three of those, the Axe, the TM7, and the TM15 are all cocker threads. So you could buy one barrel and kill three birds with one stone. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. For those of you that uh, don't know, Wolf's asking, what is Poetry Corner? Well, every week on our podcast, starting last week, <laughs> uh, <laughs> something Jimmy, we've been doing for Jimmy a long King time takes now. takes a moment and actually uh, reads a, 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 a home creation of his own. Last week was brilliant. Um, I can only imagine what he's come up with this week. So, Jamie, are you ready? Da -da -da -da. For Poetry I'm Corner. Da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da. We need silence. This week's poem is called Green Paint That's Blacks. I am Defender. Defender I am. I do not like this Defender I am. <laughs> do you wipe green paint that's blacks? I do not wipe, Defender I am. I do not wipe green paint that's blacks. Would you wipe it here or there? I would not wipe it here or there. I would not wipe it anywhere I do not wipe green paint that's splats I do not wipe defender I am would you wipe it off your gun would you wipe it just for fun would you wipe it from your pack would you wipe it off your back would you wipe it off your lens <laughs> would you wipe it for your friends I would not wipe green paint that splats, not off my gun, not just for fun, not from my pack, not off my back, not off my lens, not off my friends. I do not wipe green paint that splats. Would you wipe it off your stock? Would you wipe it off your cocking lever? Would you wipe it off your trigger? Would you wipe it <coughs> off my nice African-American teammate? Would you wipe it? off your barrel would you wipe it <coughs> off yoga apparel <laughs> I would not wipe green paint that splats not off my stock not off my cock king lever not off my trigger 
Not off my nice African-American teammate. <laughs> Not off my barrel. Not off my yoga apparel. I do not wipe green paint that splats. Defender I am. And I play fair. The end. Oh my god. (laughs) Jamie, that was awesome. (laughs) Oh boy. So again, if you listen to last week's podcast at about the 28 minute, you'll hear Poetry Corner. This week, again, Jamie did an excellent poem absolutely and if you Thank would you. like to construct a poem and have jamie read it on the air <laughs> <laughs> with a disclaimer absolutely send it in to show it behind the bunker.com and maybe you can be a uh, published poet yeah, wolf probably doesn't know that from last week but i am a published poet and yes. uh, my work can be found at the preston library um for the 10 and under <laughs> category yeah maybe one week i'll read that one that got published i won very nice all right, so send in those poems now. I think I'm going to have to pre-record them wow. so that I can get through them. <laughs> I had a hard time getting through that. I was good till I looked over at you guys. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Connor Baker has a question. He's Hope wondering. He's not <laughs> no, not about the poem, <laughs> but God. that might come up. <laughs> Eric Anglis says his face hurts. A bunch of people say, like, <laughs> The wolf says Dr. Zeus is rolling in his grave, but this question <laughs> does nothing to do with with the poem. All right, Connor Baker writes in, what is your guys' opinion on the ninja, new Ninja SL tanks? Do you really think it will make that much of a difference? Ask Zuby. Also, it already what, has, and they're not even on the market. <laughs> also, what do you think of the new rate of fire lowered to 10.5? Can we go back to the tanks? Yeah, I'm let's not, start. Let's do the two P yeah, question. Go yeah. To the, yeah. Go to the tanks. So let, I, don't, I don't know about the tanks. Let Zuby talk about the tanks. He was quite, quite taken by it. Taken. Enamored. Uh, yeah. It is, so they affected or changed the, I guess, the construction of the outside of the tank. So you actually end up with a larger size tank with your, um, with an older size. So like the forty-five forty-five is more like a sixty-eight forty-five, same size. It's thirty percent lighter, and it comes with the Ninja Two reg. So if you think about it, if you are used to having a 6845, you put a 6845 on now, you're gonna look, you're gonna be looking almost at a 9045. Thank you, Todd. I at the same side, so or same size. So look at it this way: you can now carry a six plus five out on the field pod pack or harness, and you now have enough air to shoot it using almost any marker that you have. 30% lighter than a standard tank. Yeah. How is that not how does that not change paintball? You know what? 30% doesn't seem like a lot till you actually go and pick up one of those yep. and compare it to another one. I I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sing the praise of, of of something I don't need to, but it uh, it, it was a big difference. It it's, really was. It was yeah. very impressive. Todd, how did you, they accomplish this? Um they made the walls of the tank 10 times thinner. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> is it a different material or No, I think it's the same thing. More space-aged material? Maybe they use Luon. I think it's definitely a new type of material because the one that we had didn't seem to be carbon wrapped. It was something else. But it was the same size as a 6845 and lighter. 6845, but it was the same size as a 4545. Yeah, exactly. And it I was actually, lighter. That's like, I, I don't know if they use new material or whatever, but wow. You want to talk about holding in that kind of PSI? I think uh, Lululemon should come out with tanks. 
<laughs> oh, I've seen man. them holding some stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh but man. But they have a, They also have a new valve, a new um, regulator coming out with a ball bearing valve versus the pin valve. The which Pro is, Two. Is that Lululemon or Ninja? Ninja. <laughs> Ninja. <laughs> We're back to paintball, Ducky. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. All right. Part two of that question was about the uh, the the ramping decrease in speeds. Dusty, did you watch any of the PBA? Yeah, I watched Friday and Saturday. I didn't. Uh, I didn't get into this Sunday. No, that's okay, Rockefeller. But you did watch it. What did you think? Did it? <laughs> it was. It was a little bit slower, um, but it was good paintball all the way around. I think. I don't know whether it helps conserve paint, but you think it, the games were slower? Yeah, be, yeah, just because there's less people getting shot off the break. I found, anyways. I I think you're right. I enjoyed the fact that less people got shot off the break, but I I liked the fact that the games broke out a little bit differently. Um, not not the breakout. Sorry. Um, once the game progressed. People were making more aggressive moves up the field, yeah, um, you had to and capitalize. weren't necessarily getting caught on it. You know what I mean? Not every time there was a couple more openings. So I think it's going to make the games a little more interesting as as the teams figure out how to contend with the slower slower ball per second. All yeah, right. there's a lot of like uh, waiting for opportunities to open up and having to capitalize on it. Yeah, for sure. Why does everyone keep talking about the reduction to ten point two? You mean returning to ten point two? Yeah, ten point five. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> don't really get. I don't really care. I honestly don't care. How many balls it's, a I, second like, could you get your mag to go back in the day? Re, no, I'm, I'm being serious. Pull the trigger as fast as I could. Yeah. Now, are you talking about with the high output trigger and the trigger bounce? Well, let's say you were using or just legal. Like, you let's see say the excitement in Zuby's playing. voice when you brought that <laughs> up. Yeah. Auto mag what? Holy crap! <laughs> No, Dude, but the no. trigger bounce used to put the Eagle Eleven to yeah. shame. Because back in the day, before electronic markers, you had guys shooting, you know, mechanical cockers and uh, you know auto mags and stuff with I, bolts I, double drilled and doing the bounce off the back of your tail. Yeah, yeah, but you, <laughs> but you don't remember that double yeah. shot. But what were you getting? Yeah. Four balls a second, maybe at best. Pulling the trigger Three is to four. Yeah, four, maybe yeah. five. Yeah. You could still hit a lot of damn once things. It, well, yeah, hit. once you got it tuned up, maybe you get a little trigger bounce going on. You could get up to eight. And then you went from that to um, semi-auto guns, um, un unramping, but semi-auto guns where you could feather those triggers and kids could get those up to 18 balls a second without a pinch. Yeah. You know, I remember kids, we were chronographing them at the field and using um, crony guns, and they were getting 18 balls a second just because they had Tourette's of the fingers. Like, they could just, <laughs> yeah. it was unbelievable, and that was without ramping. Do you um, remember when the Black Magic Cocker came out? Hmm. Those are so nice. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Well, let's move on. I'm sure no one wants to hear us regaling of old tales. Uh, Maybe the glory, they do. The glory. Yeah. <laughs> the old, old people. Sika yeah. was an old tale. Hmm. All right. Dusty? That means questions. Yeah. Sorry. 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 <laughs> I was, he's, he's I was reliving my Sika. Yeah. All right. David Veladoff. What are the top three products you saw at Paintball Extravaganza, and why? Was it a new gun platform, new loader, dot, 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 dot. Hmm. Zuby, go. I wasn't there. Oh, yeah, I, I, first one um, I have to say is I, I know it's going to be a pretty uh, broad umbrella, but anything at Simon's booth was phenomenal. The Ninja Tank stuck out, and dare I say the eyes on. The eyes on taught me a very, very important lesson about the paintball industry. People are willing to put out anything. <laughs> people demand it. Even if it looks and feels terrible. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, there's no accounting for some people's taste, right? Some people, some people and, think yeah, they were that, the most disgusting. Yeah, that's just my opinion. Vid- yeah, well, other people like think Vader. it's phenomenal. That's I right. look at it and I go, yep. "Who in their right mind would put this on their face and trust it to stop a paintball?" Yeah. You do realize Jamie's sitting like right beside yeah, you. you know, I'm <laughs> taking this kind of personal. I have feelings. <laughs> was fighting the parking lot afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> Joe, what do you have to say? Easy on week. the angle eyes. Um. <laughs> What what did I like at Extravaganza? A lot of them, uh, the Tim and TCR, I liked, and uh, or yeah, TCR. I also liked the um, MagFed adapter that's coming for the '98. That was pretty revolutionary. Yeah. Um, the Stella barrels, the the Milsig stuff, I liked, and some of the Rap Four. Yeah. And of course, the flat dark earth Defender took. Was it was a showstopper, Jamie? I know you didn't attend the event, but was there anything that stuck out that you knew was released there that you found was kind of cool? The TCR. I was living vicariously through, through you guys being there. Yeah. While I stayed here and tended to um, the real world. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> definitely the TCR. Yeah. I like it. I, I I will agree that the Celebrero was was up there for me. The TCR was up there for me. But the other two things that I would say is uh, the J4 Torque gun. Um, now that it's finally released, I'm very curious to see what that looks like, if it's going to be a success and, and how that's going to go. I uh, would love to get my hands on one of those and, 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 and see. Um, the other thing is uh, Rap 4, of all people, had a gun that I thought was pretty cool. Um, I won't say too much about it because I don't recall if I'm allowed to say, but uh, some of, the, some of the, the ones I'm talking about specifically were already being used by a segment of, uh, of the market that was not paintball, and uh, we had an opportunity to fire it, and it was... Uh, it was pretty fantastic. I thought it was it pretty had cool. Neat ten, it had actual 10-pound trigger pull. It was very cool. It was a training yeah. training device, but they'll be available for paintball at some yeah. point. So, yeah, not to not not to be secretive. I just I wasn't sure if I'm allowed to say anything about that. But, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I think that was pretty cool. Matt, did you see anything that you thought was pretty badass that we missed? Um, pretty much anything that was not mag-fed. <laughs> <laughs> mag-fed overkill, eh? I, yeah. Not yeah. a big mag-fed It was guy. mag-fed extravaganza. Parker and Milo were yeah. mag-fed. <laughs> yes. C4 explosives, the strike loader baby carrier combo. Out <laughs> <laughs> of boy. That's awesome. Good for That's you. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We got a couple more questions to get to. All um, right, Corey Verbust wonders: Do you think uh, repetitive paintball bruises will distort his tattoo? Oh, I read that, and you know what? I was going to ask somebody. Yeah, I was going to ask a tattoo. Can person. you circle that, and we'll come back to it next week. That's a really good question. Yeah, put a pin in that. Yeah, let's put <laughs> yeah, let's put a pin in that, and we'll yeah talk to someone if you could find yeah, out. Yeah. I, I'd be curious because I'm I, I had a, I should have someone in from Lucky Souls. Oh, yeah, I know people. The someone, guy who did Joe's tattoo. Someone yeah. asked a similar question, but it wasn't about a tattoo. And I talked to a doctor last year, Doctor Hugh, a friend of ours, and he he had a really good explanation for it. I'm going to see if we can if you talk to the tattoo yeah. artists first, see what they have to say. I'll talk to you. my doctor, Doctor Summeroff. Summeroff. Yeah. <laughs> He's already working on my summer vacation. Dr. <laughs> Is he Russian? Yes. Summer he's from yes. Crimea. Yeah. I was going to ask Dr. Nick, but I don't think he's a doctor anymore. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Do you hear what happened to, to uh, Mr. McGregor? <laughs> Who's Mr. McGregor? He's got an he's arm for a leg. leg and a leg for an arm. Yes. Simpsons reference. <laughs> Joe and I will carry on with the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's keep this show going. Do you have another one? Another question? Yeah. 
Uh, we have like another answer that we're going to apply to whatever question that you ask. I already have my answer picked <laughs> yeah. before you ask. It doesn't matter what the question Let's is. Let's all eh? give our no. answers first. It's all like right. Jeopardy. <laughs> Dusty hand me a mitt full of pages. I'm trying to sort of root through them. Dusty sorry. does have a mitt, doesn't he? <laughs> I'm trying to get an answer. A buddy of mine owns two, tat, uh, two tattoo parlors, uh, one in London, one in Stratford, and I'm just sending him a message. Okay, but, but, before you go, it, but hold on. Before you go any further... We have paid sponsors that pay good money to be on the show, so do not <laughs> advertise for your friend. <laughs> Unless he wants to give Joe or someone a free tattoo. Um, this is more or less a trivia question. Uh, Liam Weaver wants to know... Iron Man. Maybe. Exactly. Sorry, not Liam. 12. Jo- Johnny Stewart. Who was the first pro player or team? Oh, the... Um me the ducks no Dynasty. i think the, I, well, the iron man well no um oh navarone oh the Navar- navarone from california they were sponsored by jt and yeah. line si bushmaster and iron men have been around for quite some time um That's true. but the the ducks i don't know if they were ever at pro but they were they've been around for years and, and the master blasters these are all teams that that i'm thinking that have been around for a long time but i don't think i've ever been pro but uh I think uh, maybe I think the Nav- I don't know. Navarone was. Why don't we? Why Bushwhackers. Don't we? Bushwhackers. Let's ask Simon. You probably developed their marker. Dusty <laughs> <laughs> uh, may have an answer. Hey yeah. guys, I have your first marker. Well, wait, I, I have. Let's let us each answer the question. Let's ant- each of us will answer that the question that we have that haven't been asked and see who gets the closest. Todd. Voice cracking. Answer and we don't know what the question is. Make an answer. Whoever the one of us that gets. Okay. The, okay. I like this. Wait, what? G- what? Give an answer to the question that hasn't been asked, and we'll see who's closest. After to actually okay. I the would, next okay. question? Yeah. Are we actually going to answer this question first, though? Because I, do, I did oh, come okay. up with an answer for this. Well, that's okay. What one are you talking about? Well, then answer it. The last so, one. So, <laughs> as of January, there's an article on paintball.com. It's say, stating that in MPPL, the oldest team currently competing, currently competing is uh, what they call the Wild Geese. They were first competing in 1983. Yeah, that doesn't say the first team. It just says the longest team. But yeah, they're currently. Yeah, they're currently. Competing. Yeah, but the whole sport only started in like '81. So yeah. really, it started in 1983. Didn't Does it? anyone else feel let down from the research department? Yeah, no, I think that was pretty good. Okay, let, let's do this. Did you pick the question already? Yes, I have a question picked out. Okay, so you okay. each have to Who come up with an answer. First? Okay, Jamie? Todd. Or Todd. I would say um, Krylon paint, um, because that's the most durable finish. Okay, what's the question? No, no, no. no, 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 no. Okay, oh, I'm sorry. I thought <laughs> we were, you're not the only one playing. I this thought game. we were doing question. Que- okay, go ahead. I'll go no. next. Uh, okay, um, I'm going to say probably the first thing you should look at is a new barrel. <laughs> See, I didn't go with the obvious one. I thought I. I'm trying to win. <laughs> I don't know what you win, but we're we're going to win something. I. Do you want to go next, Joe? Joe made the game. He gets to go last. No, okay. Uh, my answer is no because first strike rounds are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's probably time to get high pressure air. Oh, <laughs> oh Joe's oh. classic. You know, before, before we answer the question, um, we have a couple things the paraplegic turtles and the terminators. I don't know if we talked terminators about those. Terminators are from um, near Brooklyn. They played at RLD games. Yeah. So they're, they're pretty old, but yeah. mid, early 80s. All right. So what's the question, Matt? Who won that one? Oh, uh, I wasn't really paying much attention. So <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how close those answers are. Matt doesn't, so, Matt doesn't pay attention, and Joe doesn't listen to the good, show. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Nickel, 
when wins the uh, random question award. Has paintball taught you anything for real world things? Is the question? Yeah, Cryon yeah. is the most durable finish for no, paintball. No, first start rounds are stupid. <laughs> it's <laughs> time to get in high pressure air. And it taught me the first thing I should upgrade is a new barrel. There yeah. we <laughs> go. We all won. We all won. We nice. are we are good at this. I am going to sign up for Jeopardy right now. You're all winners. <laughs> what all is winners. time for a new barrel? <laughs> you win. <laughs> okay. Next. Now Nothing? you can. Can we no? spill? Can we spin the wheel of fish? <laughs> wheel okay. of fish. Okay. Next. How, how do you even snap? make a sound for that? Like. Wolf sucking up to Zuby. <laughs> what? Whoa. No one on listening can read the chat. No. And speaking of which, if you guys are listening to us on uh, iTunes or Podomatic, thank you very much for subscribing to us and listening to us on our i um, our podcast. If you get an opportunity to watch us live on Monday, we're far more charming in person. Uh, come join us live and join us in the live chat. And for all of you that are watching us on YouTube, it's great that you're watching us on YouTube. I appreciate that. But if you head on over to www.behindthebunker.com, you can actually join in on the conversation. We have a live chat window. Uh, so although we don't, although you can comment on the video section, we don't see it when we're live. So come on over. Don't be shy. Log in, and um, we promise to be nice. Come on over. Don't be shy. Get okay. a little closer. All right, so we're ready for another ready question. For a question. Okay. It's not. almost time for Blacklist. Oh. What? We got to go. Blacklist? TV show. <laughs> 10 o'clock. They're, right. not, they're not a sponsor either. Hey, hey, I'm hey. watching it. All right, so the next question. Oh. Yeah. And no, signals. Ahead. Yeah. So which kit is the best for a Tipman A5? I answered that last question. That we answered last that last week. Barrel. All right. <laughs> so no, someone, I just answered it with my random answer. So no one scribbled it. The, the G thirty six. G thirty six kit. So we're moving on with uh, Chris's G4. question. Takamo, okay. Magfit, and this will be unfortunately the final question of the evening. All right. So Chris, uh-huh. Chris gets the last one in. What was the first marker that you owned? His was the Benjamin Sheeran PGP pump pistol back in '89. Oh, that's oh. a great question. That's a good question. I'm. I would like to know Zuby. I'm mini embarrassed mag. by mine. Really? Your first one ever? My very really? first marker that I owned was a mini mag. Yep, same here. That's pretty advanced. Jamie? Um, my first marker I owned was a uh, Carbine 68. Yep. Nice. Yep. I remember you playing with that. It was heavy Do you remember and that? Big. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a... You could almost call that a training firearm just because it was so heavy that, that was it was like training. Original. Yeah. That was the first ever... Scenario paintball gun before scenarios made by protein products. They made them for the Rangers in Fort Benning, Georgia. Yeah, and it had a 20 ounce bottle hanging where uh, a magazine would be. It wasn't for the weak at heart. No. There was no slings back then. I remember. I remember. I was the new newest of the noob when I saw you with that gun the first day that I came out to the field, and I was very envious. I thought it was great, <laughs> and I think I even went up to you and asked you to hold it. And then I walked away and I went, "Wow, that's like, <laughs> like it's cool, but it's heavy." You you yeah. didn't need a you didn't need a battery loader with no. that because it shook so much. Yeah. Do you know, do you know, <laughs> That you day shake that I, so much it wouldn't drop <laughs> yeah, down the shaking sheet. No problem. <laughs> that day that I played against you, I was uh, given a Spider TL Plus. Sick. Yeah. Sniper barrel. It glistened no, in this. No, I couldn't. No, I, w- I wasn't that <laughs> privileged. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't sure if we were keeping you. Although at that my point. barrel was probably micro honed. <laughs> a scam that Joe used to do at the old field. It's not a scam. <laughs> I micro honed them. Uh, what were those things called? Those hones that I had. I have one somewhere in a package. I'll bring it out. Um, my first gun was a Sheridan rifle KP3, and my my first one that I, um, I guess my next one was a Cocker. Yeah, that was the, that was the big purchase. I was so excited. I saved my pennies up and 
then I upgraded the hell out of that one. And then he asked my sister to marry him, and then he, <laughs> <laughs> shit went downhill. <laughs> my, my first gun was a Mark One Uzi, or um, they're made by Dark Side Plastic Body Internal Magazine. Sick. Um, held 38 rounds. It was pump yeah. action. Wolf in the chat says uh, his first was a Piranha Pump. Uh, Infamous Clown says that his was a Spider Victor One. Uh, Snoop Wolf A5 was his C4 Explosive 68 Carbine I, I heard a rumor that oh. Dustin's first paintball marker was the one and only closed bolt Lux <laughs> um, I, would, I would definitely have to say my first paintball gun was that Brass Eagle the clear plastic oh. pumper oh, wow. that was my nice. first That's too bad. Simon, <laughs> Simon's first one was a Lapco Spectre but in England it's funny the Lapco Spectre the, the pump was on the right hand side of the gun so Interesting. <laughs> now I'm gonna pick. But the evil omens for drive-bys. Was the reed on the opposite side or was it on the right? No, hand? in England everything they're on the right hand side. It was kind of the feet. The feet were on the right hand, yeah. on the left hand side. Now Jagger nine in the chat. I'm gonna pick on you for a second. He says his first was a, his first gun was a new, uh, new was was the hammer, uh, but he also had a WG65 by Armatech. Can anyone in the chat form honestly tell me? That they own an Armatech gun and it actually functioned and worked properly. Um, not to no, it's not possible. not to disclude them, but they, <laughs> I, I, I've never seen a working Armatech. They were like the first mass-produced pieces of garbage, sim type piece of thing. Yeah, I'm gonna pretty much guarantee Joe's still got his carbine 68. I do. Have you ever done that on your? Yeah, I did. Have, you, have you taken that out of the vault? Yeah, I've done a vault on that. What about Dusty? What was your first gun? We covered that already. Covered oh, that. I wasn't was paying like attention. A, my Brass Talon. Eagle Talon, Talon, that's it. And then I went on to uh, an Electro Piranha and then my 04 Cocker. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Nice. And Matt, you were a, you were a AGD? Yeah, my first was a mini mag that I purchased from Jer Joe's store. I believe it was used. <laughs> was there a store back then? Yes. Oh. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Good. Good. All right, guys. So, hey, just a reminder, if you want to win tickets to Living Legends 7, all you need to do is post a picture of yourself on our Facebook page behind the bunker, and uh, we're going to do a draw for it next week. Not necessarily the best picture, but uh, we'll do a random draw and see if we can uh, maybe see if you'll win. All you need to do, again, is post any picture of yourself playing paintball. Uh, keep them tasteful um, so my page doesn't get shut down. <laughs> um, other than that, Zuby. Thank you yeah. for being on the program tonight. No, thank you, Todd. Oh, it's been a pleasure. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Very good. Uh, do you listen every week? I do. Do you actually. listen and rewind? Yep. You spend an awful lot of time in your car commuting and stuff. I uh, don't necessarily rewatch re the show, but I, I listen to the podcast every morning on my drive to work. Yeah, I do too. And, it, and, and to be honest with you, it's something I look forward to. It's what I do on Wednesdays because that's when I usually drive. I, I actually find myself pretty funny. <laughs> you narcissistic. Actually, you, you know, know what? what? Two days from now, let me take a selfie. Zuby's gonna be somewhere in his car and he's gonna be chuckling right now. <laughs> he's I so thought, handsome too. I think it's funny when I say I'm funny. When I listen, when I listen to the podcast, when I listened to the podcast last week for the first time because I was listening to Jamie's poetry, I was listening and I thought to myself, Zuby's pretty funny. Yeah. See, the thing is, you you get lost in Zuby's eyes and you don't really listen to what he says. He's like that cute girl at the bar <laughs> Did you just you're looking at her you're just not paying attention to her <laughs> what's wrong sweetie you don't like that except for you're big and bald and have a beard other than that i mean just like a cute girl at the bar yeah that, you're just saying that because i have lululemon underwear on right <laughs> uh, i'm wearing it 
Jeez. All, <laughs> All right. right. I don't need to see that. All right. I think I'm All on right. this side of the studio. Yeah, we didn't say you need to, but you're going to. <laughs> no and Joe, in the next couple of weeks, yes. we're going to start hearing some details on your Shoreline event at Flag Raiders. We, we, should, we should start to hear some details as, as they cross the, the pond. We'll start to hear more and more, more details about the Shoreline event on September 21st. Very good. Have you submitted a poster? No, a poster is in development. <laughs> Just asking. Very good. Thank Actually, you. more information, from what I understand, will be on uh, very shortly. Um, Jaeger9 also just commented that he stopped using his WG65 because of uh, lack of parts. Does anyone want to make the surprised sound? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Jamie, thank you for being on our podcast, and thank you for that wonderful poem. Um, if the lawyers of Dr. Seuss get a hold of me, I, I will forward them off to your Facebook I don't know page. why people keep making reference to some doctor. <laughs> I, I've never heard of the guy. Yeah. Will you have a poem next week, Doctor Zeus? I absolutely. I will be. Um, oh, I won't be here next okay, week. I'll read it for you and a proxy read it. That would be great. I yeah. will be. You could Skype in. I will be flying. Yeah, Skype in. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll be landed by then. You know I'll what? Skype we'll, in. We'll post up your uh, your poem this week on the Facebook page and uh, well, that's invite a better people. Way to get sued. That's invite good. people to send send in their own poem for next week, and maybe we'll be able to um, have multiple poems. Maybe one day we'll have a poem off. Like a gangster rap off, but we'll have a gangster poem uh, we'll off. We'll call it a poem off. What yeah, word? What the oh. slam poet? <laughs> slam poet society. <laughs> MC Jamie. J- MC Jamie. What? <laughs> Dustin Schnitzelholz. Thank you for being in the program tonight. Yeah. Uh, Matt Crip. Everything work okay on your end? Any technical difficulties? No, except for my fat fingers not pushing the buttons right. <laughs> I use a dialing wand. The fingers you have used to dial (laughs) are too fat (laughs) to order, especially dialing wands. Please Please smash the keyboard. Do you still wash yourself with a rag on a stick? (laughs) (laughs) Did you order your (laughs) moo-moo? I don't want to look like a freak. (laughs) (laughs) And Joe and I will take care of the sign-off tonight. Thank you very much for watching uh, the podcast version of Behind the Bunker. Thanks for watching. Here's your garbage bag full of popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) Farewell, guys. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.